We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And whether you're just wrapping up the night shift or on your way to start the day, we got what you need. Welcome to the morning shift. It's the most mid-team in history. A whole new way to start your day with nationally televised reporter Tiffany Blackman. I told some people to lose my number, Tim. Former Falcons and Alabama offensive lineman Mike Johnson. That's how you build a freaking football team. And Atlanta sports radio guru, Bo Morgan. Oh, let's talk about the trenches and the big guys. It's a new experience. And a new take on a sports morning show. The morning shift on 92.9 The Game is presented by the Georgia Hemp Company. The morning shift is on sports radio 92.9 the game now here's tiffany mike and Bo. good morning this is the morning shift on sports radio 92.9 the game we are live here in the kia studios Mike Botiff hanging out with you. And this hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Lots happening last night. Can I give you a compliment? Yeah. I'm not trying to go the dial-on route. Okay. All right. For somebody that did something last night and hasn't had their coffee, you seem very awake right now. I, like I said, you know what? I'm striving to win Emmys and Oscars. <laughs> um, you got to sell it. Fake it till you make it. You know, Bacon no, it's, it's uh, I knew this was going to be a rough week. Yeah. Had a, I think I've been nonstop since Friday. Um, and then now we got, I got one more event tonight, training camp tomorrow. And then it's all rest this weekend. I got to get a pump in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you did not. Warren. <laughs> no, you didn't just drop well, training that. training camp is an event. So right? I'm excited. But I mean like it. an evening event. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, we'll be live out at training camp. Uh, the first day it's open to the public. This week on Thursday and Friday, and then we're there all throughout next week. What you gonna say, Bo? You're playing with the microphone. What's what's happening over there? Is Bo gonna speak. Oh, you ever notice how you ever notice how distracted she gets by just anything Life? I do over here? Like if I t- if I if my hand goes near this, Tiffany's eyes go immediately. My hand goes towards the on or off button. Her her eyes go down there, and then you she's have to completely explain. distracted. You have to take verbal. In nonverbal cues when you're doing radio. Yeah, thank That's you, Mike. How it works. Yeah, but yeah. The, just because my hand's near the the on off switch doesn't mean I'm about to cut her off. Well, look. No, I just meant I thought you wanted to talk since you have it. You know. Yeah, tomorrow is Thursday, by the way. Yeah, what did I say? No, you said Thursday, but you just made it sound like it's so far away. It's not. It's tomorrow. I like, can't wait. Like, <laughs> okay. In 24 hours, we will be at camp. Tuesday. Players on field today. Yeah. Right, and tomorrow, actually, open to the public and. To us at 929. Yeah, come see Tiffany. No, don't. Tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Why would you, you want people to come see us. Tell, why would you single me out? <laughs> <Why would, laughs> what what is up with that? Well, they've, uh, you know, most of the people I think have maybe I'm seen me awkward. out there at some no. point in time. Go well. see Bo, see the All American. Look. Um, the who? All American Mike Johnson. 
I'm trying to mute it because Mike's been really nice this morning, and I was, you I was know, gonna I don't, don't want like? Mike, Mike's my guy, so you know, um, you're on the outs this week, Bo. <laughs> yeah, look, it just, you know, what it flips every now and then. Yeah, well, flips every now and then. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Give it an hour, it might be a whole different scenario. <laughs> um, I finished the tile last night. I sent you guys a picture. Yeah, thank you. Yay. Slow clap. I did see your uh, picture. I'm sorry, I did not respond. Yeah, it's okay. You didn't respond a couple times yesterday. It's all right. Oh uh, you're a busy person. Um, actually, I threw out an invite to the movies next week. I saw that. Yeah, you saw that one too. I did. And you, you ignored it. No, I was. I was eating. I was at dinner. Golly. No, at I was dinner, at dinner. He threw that. He, he threw. Busy. Hold on. I was at dinner to the yeah. t- to the tennis thing. Trying to decide which one of y'all I like this morning. The so, movie thing out. was thrown out at like nine thirty in the morning. Like you had barely gotten home, and you just completely ignored it for the rest of the day. For yeah, like literally twelve guys, hours. Guys, guys, that's not what it's just about. Tell me how the tiling went. The tiling went. The technique. Fine. I'm really, yeah, you know, no, it's not. It's no technique. To it. <laughs> Nobody it was, wants to hear that crap. No. no. <laughs> yeah, we want to know why you uh, ignored us. Did yeah. you do I anything cool dinner. yesterday? Uh no. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you lose yeah. last night? Is that why you're lose no. what? Your no, no, he knows. He knows what I did. I also did sent you? that video Monday, so thanks for checking that out. Uh, I didn't respond to that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, you should have heard. By the way, I'm glad that video did not have audio. Yeah, same. Oh, um, I saw that video. I watched it, but I didn't know what I was watching. <laughs> yeah, we um, we had um some uh, some interns come through the um the station yesterday. the uh, The global pay- payment intern program, which um, if you've not met Rick Caffey's our 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 big big boss here is Rick Caffey. His his wife Jackie is a part of that program where she helps with that. And they brought some interns yesterday. And, you know, I had to tell them about radio and what it's like to talk about oh sports. No, it was cool. Um, and I met the president again. Yeah. <laughs> a squid billion nation. <laughs> <laughs> but we had some guys from V, uh, you know, the, the, the world-famous Greg Street and then uh, a little Bankhead and, and B-Dot were down there, uh, among others, talking me and Carl Dukes and Mike Bell. I got to talk to them and then, I gave him a tour, and it was cool. It was cool to see young people, young, and they're college students, uh, some of which are, are graduating, and some of which are, you know, in the middle of their their schooling uh, at their uh, respective universities. So it was kind of cool, you know, sharing all the knowledge that 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 it lives in the 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 brain of Squidbilly. So. Yeah, were they all from one school or just from all over the place? All over the place. We yeah. had some KSU folks from Georgia State, UGA. Alma I think, Georgia I think, State. I think there was a, a Seminole in there. Uh, as well, Interesting. so they're yeah, they're all over. But it was cool. It was, I always, you know what? I I really do not like doing stuff like that. Um, <laughs> oh my! You're like, oh, our right? big big boss. But, but, by the way, I don't like doing. Well, this let me let me, let me let me let me explain. <laughs> Dude. I dread doing stuff like that. Um, I just, you know, deep down inside somewhere there is a little bit of an introvert in 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 here, and so I would just assume go about my day and and not. Um, you know, not do stuff like that. But every time I do it, I will say that I, I enjoy it. And I walk away saying, man, I'm glad I did that. And then it's the same process all over again. Yeah. I get asked to do it. Yeah, I don't mind. Whatever you need. And then it goes, because I'm the leader of this show. Yeah. And then and then for the next, like, two days, I dread it. And, and then I get in there, and I, and I really enjoy it every time. I, I do enjoy getting to talk to, to – I feel like uh, the younger groups that I've talked to – I've talked to a couple in the last – three or four months, I feel like they're so much more on top of things than I was at that age. Yeah. And they're so, they're just more 
um, invested. They're more they're they're interested. I would just sit there in those kind of events, you know, and just I would listen, but never ask questions and stuff. Well, I I know we got to get to uh, Braves, obviously, you know, a big letdown last night. But there's just no way you can consider yourself an introvert, dude. Let's be honest. There's no you thrive on social interaction. There is zero chance that you're an introvert. Um, you'd be surprised that I. Maybe, maybe there's a little bit of anxiety surrounding, you know, speaking to people you don't know, but you're not an introvert. See, no it's it's not that. It's just, it's almost like I have to force myself sometimes to turn the switch. Like, I'll go to, like, we have yes. these master's parties and stuff, and I love it. I absolutely love them. I, I cook for them. I show up, and, uh, you know, I bring my meat, and uh, everybody <laughs> tastes it. And, and, and well, Mexican sausage is good for everybody. And so, but, but the problem is, is I get in there and I just go sit off to the corner and watch this, the masters event, you know, right. whatever. Yeah. And then, and then I, I have to warm up. I'm kind of like uh, an old diesel on a cold day. And you got to push that glow plug. <laughs> All right. You know that you know what nah, I'm talking listen, about. Man, I need some new glow plugs in my truck. I got to take it to the dealer, dealership soon. So this is where I say that Braves could use some new. I, <laughs> well, you know I forgot who else the needs word. To be warmed up. What are they? Glo- <laughs> glow plugs? Is that what yeah. you called? Yeah. <laughs> hey, anybody that's operated a diesel would know what I meant. Uh, yeah. I, maybe I, I got the not. reference a little bit I wrong. I guarantee but you, Larry in the truck right now knows exactly Larry, what he's exactly. talking about. Larry knows so. what you're talking about. I have no idea because you guys saw my tires. Uh, okay. <laughs> so the <laughs> one. That's nothing to do with the other, yeah, but, but I know where you're going. You know where I'm going. Connect yeah. the dots. Uh, unlike the Braves were able to do last night, this was a uh, a strange kind of night. You had a rain delay. Yes. Then the weird, like, triple play, but they were up 2 nothing. but then it wasn't 2 nothing, and then it was one to nothing, and then they lose 7-1 to to the Red Sox. But uh, maybe you guys can help us all wrap, wrap I, I, our heads around what exactly happened <laughs> out there okay so i i gotta i gotta defer to Bo on this because i'm still and i've watched this replay a dozen times because i'm watching you know this there was an hour and a half rain delay with the braves and i'm watching united just get the floor mopped with them uh just absolutely brutal watching this game so i'm flipping over and they're they're replaying this thing and i'm like oh what's the replay and they're kind of going through with what happened and i still still have no idea what the freaking 10-minute replay was all about. Well, that's good that you don't because no one involved in it. <laughs> okay. No one umpiring does it. New York doesn't know. Uh, there's no one that can explain what the hell that was other than a blank show. And I, I don't know how in the world they came to conclude. So, essentially, the ball is hit to second. It was ruled that it, that it was not caught cleanly, that it basically took a hop and, and he trapped it. He he goes to second to get what would be who, who hit the ball? Who was the batter? Uh, it, was it Azuna? Yeah, it okay. was Azuna. All right. So basically, Murphy's standing on first. So because the ball was trapped, or the way it was ruled originally, he goes to second, gets the out there, and then the throw from second to first because it was a force play on Sean Murphy because the bases were loaded. The throw to first was god awful. In fact, um, my niece, who's like four, could have thrown a better throw. Oh, <laughs> it was just, it was like he threw it into the ground and it hopped Jeez. past. So a run scores. So essentially, you got a force play, run scores. Um, okay. Riley advanced from second to third, and you're going to have runners on the corners because Ozuna would be standing on first, right? Essentially, what you had initially was a fielder's choice with a failed double play and a runner scoring. And it, yeah, basically a force. Okay. Yeah. Well, they review it, 
because no one really knew what the ruling on the field was originally. So they review it, and after like 10 minutes of them, they talked for five minutes about what they were going to call it originally to get to the review. And then they do the review, and they come back and say, well, uh, (laughs) he, uh, he called it, and now Riley is out. At third, because he didn't tag up, so it was a double play because there was already one out, no run scores. Oh, man. So, But you never had clear evidence that he actually caught it cleanly. Yeah. It was so, an umpiring foobar is what that it was. was a, it was the foobar. It was the worst foobar I think I've seen all year. It was equivalent to uh, – it was a guy that for the Phillies uh, a couple years ago that crossed home plate but didn't cross. He was tagged out. And they called him. They called him safe. Uh, it was two years ago. Was it? It was. It was the third baseman um, that plays for Philly. Anyways, it was just. It was such a bad call, and 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 you just let it live. And all that happens is the Braves didn't turn a triple play later in the game, yeah, an eight say. three five, <laughs> which is only like the second in the history of triple plays of baseball. And all that to be said, you you got beat soundly seven yeah, to one. You, got, you caught the smoke. That's unfortunate. A win uh, within a loss. And I would say last night it could be viewed when you're looking in the MLS world as a a win for the MLS, but it also was not good for Atlanta United. Messi enough said. We will dive into it on our front page when we come back here on the morning shift on Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Is the morning shift. All of them are really, really hot on Sports Radio 929 the game. One, two, three. It's time to take a look at today's top headlines. This is the front page on the morning shift. Atlanta United on the road. Leagues Cup, and they drop their match four to nothing to enter Miami and Messi. He had two goals. In 22 minutes, of course, wearing the captain's armband, his first MLS start. Uh, and it, I mean, I hate to say this because I know what city I'm in, but it was a thing of, of beauty. It, the, I mean, him and Robert Taylor, that duo now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not going to sit here and, and, <laughs> and love up all over Messi. It was ugly. Night. I mean, it was ugly for Atlanta United. It yeah. Was ugly. It literally uh, and that's where the right. allegiance lies for me. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know what I expected going into this. Um, 
You I mean the game or just Messi in general? Both. All of it? Okay. Both. Um, I, I expected a better a better match. I expected a lot more effort out of our side. Um, you know, I just I, I thought that there was going to be this moment where Atlanta United kind of rises to this challenge and takes the chip on their shoulder about being down in Miami and all the attention being on Messi. And they play a physical brand of, of soccer, and they're, they're able to, you know, to kind of come together. And I'm going to say this gently. Atlanta United at times last night, they looked like they didn't even know each other. Like they, looked like they looked like they were the team that had just been put together 10 days ago. They looked starstruck. They, they, they looked like, yeah, they looked starstruck. I well, think it's a great way to put it. I wanted to ask you then, so, okay, you've been on the football field. I don't know if it works the same with, like, uh, well, yeah, I mean, an offensive lineman going up against a stellar, you know, yeah. you know, defensive guy. But I don't know if it works better the other way around when you're, you know, defense facing like a, an elite running back or something like that. But uh, does has that happened to you? Have you been on the field where there's been like a great on the opposite yeah. side lining up against you? And then so what happens in those moments for you? Are you like, wow, this is so and so? Or is it like, OK, I got to get back to my my game um i think that for a moment you're like wow so and so but then you that, i think that i think that usually it rises fades. it raises your game okay you know what okay. i mean like i i distinctly remember blocking will smith when he's in new orleans and thinking man it's will smith like, i've been watching him for a couple years like that's that's crazy and then i'm like oh damn i gotta block that guy like that's <laughs> that's actually will smith like i have to act to actually actually go block that guy right now and so that you're like you know you're ready to go and I just feel like last night watching Atlanta United, they looked like a team that used to be the cool kid in school and there was a new transfer in, you know, a new cute kid comes in and all of a sudden all the attention's on them. And it's like, you know, you're still trying to make jokes to your friends and nudging them, but they're all like, hey, that new kid's really cool. Uh, you know, look, man, Apple is on location last night. They're, you know, they're at the stadium. It's huge. all this yeah. build up and all this. And I, like I said, I don't know what I expected. And I tweeted this out. Like, I was like, I don't even know what the word is. Maybe humbling, um, ridiculous. Like, I don't know what the word is. It's just not what I thought was going to happen. They, Yakimakis is called off sides very early in the game. And then Messi scores in the eighth on an obviously great, you know, great goal. Am I wrong? And it was over. Am I wrong that this is the first time that we've really, really seen uh, a great player like a Beckham or a Zlatan or a Messi in his actual prime? Because I don't think Messi is out of his prime yet. <laughs> I think Beckham night. was not the player he was when he came to the, was it the Galaxy, I believe, back mm-hmm. in the day. Yeah. I don't think Zlatan, I think Zlatan, while he was still good, he wasn't the same player. I think Messi is still close enough to his prime, and maybe it's the fact that he's the best player possibly ever. Um, which is a lot for me to say. I, I I think that's you have to qualify that. But the, he's still in his prime, and you saw it last night. And I don't want to not you know shift the focus off of Atlanta United, but it's still it's like Messi, right? This is like the world's greatest player. And so uh, I think just one observation, you know, in looking at this match and, and the highlights, he he looks so happy, yeah. like it just. <sighs> He and was definitely I, having a good time. You know, like he was ha- – I mean, yeah, I guess I'd have a good time too if I had two goals in like the first 22 minutes. Yeah. But um, I don't know, just something about how he has inserted himself in, you know, in the into this team. And Man. You know, it was funny, really and, and cool. I had I put that tweet out last night about it being kind of humbling, and somebody responded with, well, you know, it just shows you the gap between the MLS and the rest of the world. Here's the sobering part. Those were two MLS teams now. Like, I know that Messi yeah. just got here, but hey. 
It's two MLS Those are teams. now two MLS teams. I know it's not an MLS game, technically, but those are two MLS teams. Yeah. That's the sobering part. And, the, and, and the, the part that was really rough for Atlanta United fans is watching Tata and Joseph Martinez celebrating and going ham like you're and by like, the way Martinez also had a, had a really great shot on on one of the one of yes. the shots on goal um it was just from every angle watching that game was absolutely brutal and then even when when it came down to what it was it was Robert Taylor's uh second goal and uh and Messi's just so so I mean we already know this but just so great at just creating and so the assist he had to him when he put when Robert, to Robert Taylor but you still had three you had three. It was like three defenders yeah. right there, and and Messi's just calm, cool, collected, like doing what he does. And uh, did you the, did the, 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 imagi- the, the imagination that they had offensively, Miami last night? The imagination that they had. I mean, that some of the toe flicks that you saw from Messi to just he would just flick it with the outside of his toe over a defender and send someone on a run, and you'd be like, what just happened? It, it's, everything is just approached with such confidence. Yeah, I'm sorry, even the, like the first shot on goal that goes off the post, and then the easy volley in. It's just. You could just see that, like, the calmness just, like, radiating off of him. Well, because it's... Calm uh, confidence. It, it Man, it, I, I don't like to breathe life into to- comments that people want to make to take shots at the MLS. Because I think the MLS has done phenomenal, and it's trying to grow it. Yeah. It's trying to grow soccer in this country, and it's trying to grow the level of soccer in this country. But this guy's on another level. Um, this is an, this is the, the elite of the elite players. And I was reading something about David Beckham when he came to MLS. I think he was 31, and it was a shock, and everyone was like, oh, he took this massive pay cut. If you go back and read the deal that he made with the with the, with the Galaxy and the MLS, when he came here, he agreed to the right to, to pay a franchise fee for an expansion of $25 million. At a time... When the team, when the league was only have, it was only costing like ten million to have a franchise finding fee, right? And people were going, "What are you doing? Why are you taking less money for this?" And so when he exercised it, it was massively underpaying for the rights on a franchise, and that's how he got Inter Miami, and he got it cheaply, and now he's making, now he's already just recouped all of that plus plus plus, right? Well. Messi came here and everyone goes, why are you taking less money? You could play in Saudi, uh, Saudi Arabia, right? Or, or take money from the Saudis for like, take like a, what, a billion dollars or whatever. What Mbappe is. Like Mbappe uh, got yeah. offered. And Messi, now it comes out that he is making money from Apple TV for the subscriptions that they get off the MLS. And that's why he's pushing it from his own platforms because he is now getting a cut of that. These guys come here. With deals with the MLS or deals with Apple to push the brand and on it, they get paid like we don't realize they're getting paid. Yeah. And so it's just funny. I was reading that, the business side of it, not to take away from when I happened on the field last night, but these guys, are they, not only are they playing at another level than most of the players in the league, but they're cutting business deals at another level. Like these guys are just elite in every way. And, Messi is going to be here for a couple years and hopefully grow this league worldwide like like the MLS has never seen before. I saw, I saw yesterday there was a stat. You know, he's got 480 million Instagram followers. And, and I saw a stat yeah, yesterday that like if, he had, if he if if 1% of his followers subscribe to Apple TV or MLS Plus, the season pass, something like Apple was going to make $300 million off of just that deal. Just that deal this year. 
Uh, and that's not even – that's taking his cut out of it. That's which wild. is insane. You love seeing like the athletes obviously win on the field, but then make these kind of savvy business moves. That's off awesome. It. The games really change. I love it. Um, he transcends a lot of things. You know, LeBron James just like that, and and onto some really scary news for him and his family. Uh, Bronny James, his oldest son, uh, he suffered cardiac arrest on Monday in his unstable condition. This was while practicing. Um, you know, over at USC, where he now is in school. And a James family spokesman said in a statement, medical staff was able to treat Bronny and take him to the hospital. He is now in stable condition. Of course, this was the news yesterday. He's no longer in ICU. We ask for respect and privacy for the James family. We will update the media when there is more information. They also did uh, give a tremendous amount of thanks to the USC medical staff and the athletic staff um, for the, the quick thinking there. Yeah, this is so scary. I read this, and I'm just uh, – the first thing I think of is, man, I can't imagine what what LeBron, you know, he's going through. This is a family deal, um, and nothing is private anymore. It was out there so quickly, um, and it's just scary. It's scary. And 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 then the first, the second thing I thought about when I read this was Bronny's future, um, because what is his future as an athlete? This is a kid that had a really really bright future at USC and, and already being talked about and projected in the draft. Just really scary stuff. I don't even know how to talk about stuff like this sometimes because just, there's a hum- I feel the human side. Yeah, the the Keontae Johnson a few years ago in Florida, the Demar Hamlin last yeah, year. Just, yeah. there's just when things like this happen, man, and there's such a you know we know about everything that's happening nowadays, and it's it's frightening, it's terrifying. And it does I highlight the fact just the quick thinking of the medical staff. I don't know exactly what happened in that situation, but the fact that seconds count when you're dealing with a cardiac event, and so. Um, great on them for it, can I say real quick that it's so different for them too like these guys are these medical staffs I know they're trained for this but they're used to dealing with a knee or an ankle and not something this life threatening this is why they prepare for it right so the yeah. AED was probably nearby and they were they were on it and that's why this young man uh, was able to be out of ICU um, yesterday this hour brought to you by Mark Spain real estate go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On the other side, we will hit a TV's timeout. I have been out in these streets, and I was at the Atlanta Open last night. I saw a star from Wimbledon, a rising star in the tennis world. I'll tell you how his match went and what NFL superstar was on hand to see him play. That is next here on the Morning Shift on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Get your day started Go ahead. with the Morning Shift. Time for the show on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Falcons training camp already underway. And by the way, we will be out there. The show going on the road tomorrow, beginning tomorrow and Friday and all of next week. We're just gearing up for the season here. And to better get you ready, you can join host Dylan Matthews and Bo Morgan on their podcast, Peachtree Football. You can stay in the know on the Falcons. Bo and Dylan will keep you up to date on the latest Falcons news coming out of training camp week in and week out. And once the season gets going, you'll get week-to-week matchup previews and post-game reactions. You can follow and download Peachtree Football on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. You're ready. I talked to uh, Chris Goforth yesterday, uh, who you know a lot of Falcons fans knows from the weekends. Um, 
and we were kind of talking about training camp topics and subjects and things to look at. And I swear I had to stop at 10. I had to stop at 10. I was, I just, I was like, well, you know, you got the left guard battle and, you know, Nielsen's defense, how they're lining up. And, you know, I also want to see what corners they're using in nickel, you know, how they end up using Bates, if he's going to be kind of a center fielder. And then, you know, really, I want to see Kyle Pitt's health and what, you know, how they're going to use Johnny Smith and, Calais Campbell, you know, is he going to play the five or the nine? Or, and, and and I was like, I, I guess I should stop there. Like, I, I, I have so many. like Sir, calm down. Yeah. Like, I'm like, well, you know, how are they going to use Scotty Miller? He was going to play, you know, be that slot role, you know. And I, I literally just had to be like, all right, well, I guess I'll stop talking now. You know, you got, I don't know if I want to save this. I'm not a big fan of saving stuff because I think if you got something, you go with it. <laughs> Throw it out there. You got the good wine drinking now. Life's short. This is the most excited you've been for an Atlanta Falcons season since. Because I, for me, I'm always excited for the season. But the last two years, we've known, really the last three years, I'd say the COVID year. Right. You've the COVID year you went in going something's going to give. Either we're gonna win and be uh, make a deep playoff run, or we're gonna have a new front office and head coach. Or you're gonna see a transition year. Yes. In twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, you knew the uphill battle that, that Arthur Smith was dealing with. Limited roster, salary cap issues transition um even though they didn't make it in 21 but you knew you know this is just new things where everything felt like it was coming to a head or an end and that everything was going to be reset and and last year to me was the ultimate reset now we're coming through this we have all these players we, we spent money on defense we have a new defensive coordinator so that means a new scheme you know Desmond we have a, we have a new quarterback who we hope is going to be the franchise guy there's so much to look forward to and and knowing that you're going to get answers from and it's just exciting. I would probably say for me, it's the most excited I remember being since 16 going into 17 because you knew you had a really good team, a Super Bowl caliber team, and what could we do? And I'm just interested when other people like where their mindset is for me. You know, you're excited. You're because you've got to be. There's got to be excitement. I don't know how you can not be excited. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of people want to see how the, you know, the Ritter, I don't want to call it an experiment, but, you know, how the Ritter, the deal goes. You know, people want to see what Desmond's going to be all about and how he takes command of this team and what his leadership looks like. And is he going to, you know, in his year two, is he going to kind of get that grit that you need to take it to the second level and take command of a huddle? And I'll be honest, as crazy as it might sound to some Falcons fans, it's just not something I've thought about. Like, to me, it's just like, okay, yeah, he's definitely going to do this. Like, it's not even a question. Like, I know that that'll be a topic in, in our shows over the next couple of weeks and in, in any shows uh, talking about Falcons football, but I, I don't know why I have this confidence over Desmond Ritter right now. It's like I've talked myself into it. Like, ah, he'll be fine. You know, I'm more focused on the running game and the offensive line, which I guess, you know, goes to my past, but that's just how I feel about it. I just feel like the I, – I go back to some of the moves that were made during, you know, the off season and – uh, you know, drafting Bijan, bringing in a guy like Calais. Uh, it just, I don't know. For me, looking at it on paper, 
Um, I kind of feel this, share the same sentiment that some of the guys have expressed. It's like, yeah, we are going to surprise some people this year. And that's just kind of the vibe I feel like I'm getting. And it's going to be great to actually be out there uh, this week to get a better sense of, like, you know, who this team is and, and what maybe could, uh, you know, lie ahead for them. Does it carry any weight for you guys, y'all, as I would like to say, that you people, the only people that are worried about Desmond Ritter are national. It seems like most local media kind of know what they think he can be. There's facing Desmond Ritter, that guy, no one, but no one in that building. Like when Arthur Smith talks, he doesn't, he it, there's just no questioning what Desmond Ritter is inside that building. And I know that you're always going to get that coach speak stuff, but it's different. Yeah. Like, it, it's not we're going to see, we're going to see it is. This is what we have. This is what we have. Like, there is just complete confidence to me in Desmond Ritter. And I think that should that should show you something. And the confidence you have in him is the same confidence that Chris Lindstrom has. Yeah, Des is, Des is an amazing teammate for one and then two. Um, his command in and out of the huddle. So as an offensive lineman, you're just thinking of um, communication of the play. And I think, you know, you, you see that quarterback's documentary, like that's a challenge in itself of those guys communicating that. And so he does a phenomenal job um, talking about, uh, you know, the, the cadence, stuff like that. And then his composure on the line of how he communicates with us is uh, really amazing. And so being able to get those reps in a, to work with him and then this spring it's 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 going to be great and by the way that that credit goes to terry fondo and arthur smith um they have shown confidence in him even when they signed taylor heineke the, the, the conversation never was heineke's going to battle desmond ritter it's ritter's our guy and so now i think you start to see that in the words of a lot of the players out there on the field with him let's head a tv's timeout now listen up. Now let's take a look at what's going on in Tiffany's world. This ain't funny. With TV's timeout on the morning shift. Today's TV's timeout is brought to you by the PGA Tour. The Tour Championship is hosted in Atlanta at Historic East Lake Golf Club, August 23rd through 27th. Tickets are available at tourchampionship.com. I told y'all I've been out in these streets. Uh, you know, hopefully it doesn't uh, come back to bite me, but it's been worth it so far. And it was definitely worth it last night. I got to go to the Atlanta Open. Uh, which is going on, a major tennis tournament yeah. in town with Atlantic a Station, lot right? of Atlantic Station, yeah. a lot of stars out playing in this event that have come through, like a Chris Eubanks, who played last night against Andreas Martin, and it was two guys from Georgia Tech, so it was Georgia Tech night, college night, I should say, uh, as well. Is it true that there were a lot of stars in attendance, like CBS Sports' Tiffany Blackman? <laughs> That's what I heard. Stop it. I heard they put her on the Jumbotron. They did not, and stop it. And uh, no, but but I'll start with, there, were, there was an NFL star uh, on hand. I'll get to him in a second. Uh, but it was so cool to watch this guy that just made it, what, to the quarterfinals of Wimbledon, uh, you know, took the tennis world by storm there. And to see him in person, uh, getting to play against a guy that he does know well. They they practice together a lot. You know, he's a hometown kid, had a lot of family on hand. It was just a really cool moment. The crowd embraced him. Everyone was excited. Um, you know, he was kind of, you know, uh, I guess landed on uh, on Andreas as his buddy there uh, early on, but it ended up being a pretty good match. Uh, so just to get to see, he's like 6'7". Yeah, I was going to say, is he as big in person as yeah, you imagine? Yeah, tall, be? tall, lanky, very, slight, very yeah. yes, yes, exactly. Uh, it's also cool that they're, you know, literal blocks away from Georgia Tech. 
Yeah. Um, I can only imagine that when you're playing tennis at Georgia Tech, you're probably thinking that'd be cool to play in the Atlanta Open. And by the like, Andre's like one of the best players. I think he is the number one player, um, I think, at Tech. And so uh, it was really cool to see them battle out. But also just the, the control it takes to be able to, like, I, I played tennis back in the day, but to serve, like, this ball, like, 129 miles an hour. Yeah. And then you have to return it. It just tennis always blows my mind in that in that way. Um, can I ask you a couple of questions just about the atmosphere? Yes. Just, I'm curious. Um, a, where people, it, obviously not a party. It's a little bit more of a controlled. But I have to imagine it's more of a relaxed atmosphere than like a Wimbledon. Yes. Okay. By far, like they do a great job of just, um, you know, and it makes everybody feel welcome. That's what I would say. So you saw all sorts of people there. Yeah. Next um, next question yeah. is, uh, would you say more wine drinkers or beer drinkers? Ooh. Maybe cocktails. Yeah. Maybe well, yeah. Like maybe what, cocktail well, I'm, just, I'm just trying to, like, you know, when Bo and I went to Talladega, a lot of beer drinkers. I mean, there's I mean? everything you there. Got, yeah. So you had your choice. There's, like, indoor seating. There's, like, a covered shaded area now. Um, they do the a really good job. Probably you had know, a little Chardonnay. They probably maybe they had a little Chardonnay, you know. <laughs> People up uh, in the cheap seats, you know, maybe you know, a little sweet water. You know, right. yeah, I love it that. But right, the cool. cool thing was, I didn't even realize that he was there until um, after the match is over and uh, Chris is talking to the crowd. The announcer there is like, and you were playing in front of Cam Newton, and so everyone like tries to look over, like, oh, where is he? Because people realize where he was, um, but he already disappeared. And then I looked down from where I was in the stands. And he's right there. I'm waiting in some section. Got his whole, I don't know if it was Chris's film crew. It was probably Cam's film crew. Um, Imagine. Didn't recognize all the faces, you know, because I, uh, when I was at the Panthers, he had some guys that he always has worked with for a long time. But uh, I know what you're going to say. Imagine having a film crew out there. Well, I just, I just, I don't. I don't. I don't know why you want a film crew where everything's filmed. Well, but it was still cool because he really has. I guess him and Chris have a relationship, and so Chris knew he was going to be there. And uh, one of the quotes from Chris was like, "I was expecting him to be there like right at seven. and so it was like he was there right at the start of the match. And then we watched them talk for a significant amount of time post match, which was really cool. And the only reason we I had spotted him, like uh, my my friend that I was with, is looking down. He's like. He's like, I think that's Cam. I'm like, I don't know if that's Cam. I can't tell if that's Cam. He's like, he's got an equestrian hat on. And it's this giant, <laughs> this giant feather, hat. Feather associated with yeah, this equestrian Yeah, and then hat. I saw some threads, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that is Cam, because like, I'm looking from, like, a bird's eye view down. And, uh, and yeah, so that was cool to see. It's always great to see athletes supporting athletes. Well, they but, went to the um, same high school as well, yeah. So, yeah, so, that, so they yeah. have a kind of a bond through that. I did not know they went to the same high school. Um, so it was, So it's been really cool, but. Chris talked about training all over uh, in Atlanta, and so he plays again. Let me look at my uh, my my notes here. He plays again uh, tonight uh, at seven. So it's the wow. evening session. So, and then I believe the championship is on Sunday. Good stuff. So you know you can still make your way out there, but yeah, the finals on Sunday. So a lot of fun there, and one more event tonight before training camp. When we come back here on the morning shift, oh, Messi, you love <laughs> to see one of the world's greats play the game, just not against the hometown team and the Braves. We got We got to find a silver lining here. We'll 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 find it. That's next here on the morning shift on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? 
Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.